It's This Week in Bourbon, where you too can be a part of the whiskey news. And here's your headlines for August 4th, 2023. Heaven Hill fills its 10 millionth barrel. The Charlois Group acquires Kelvin Cooperage. And the House of Centauri announces the launch of Legend Yamazaki Cask Finish Blend. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to NoseYourBourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. And they're off for another Get 270 2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 0002703. everybody welcome back it's another this week in bourbon coming at you another fun-filled week of bourbon news here ryan that's right we're in the dog days of summer it's august we're you know one more summer month and then september's here and then it's like we're gonna have a lot longer this week in bourbons i have a feeling yeah it's that well I, you, you said dog days i probably should have had a better opening because i think we're finally getting over this freaking heat wave that we've been on yeah i mean today's miserable Fairly nice here for August. Anytime you can get mid-80s, that's like a win. Normally, it's like 95 and just like the pit of hell. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of what it was last week. And yeah. I was in San Antonio last week, and it was 103 walking around. I couldn't... It, funny, so my the, the TPSA, the Texas Package Convention Center, was... Uh, it was 0.4 miles. That was like an eight-minute walk from my hotel. And I was like, oh, an eight-minute walk. That's fine. I... 
I walk maybe two blocks and I've got sweat beads like, dripping <laughs> off my nose already. Yeah, 104 is hot. Yeah. I mean, hell, the sauna I go in is like 120, 125. So <laughs> you're only like not too far from there. Yeah. And you're just sitting there. You're in a just town. sitting there. Yeah. With my thoughts, I'm sweating. So look, imagine look, looking at all the other guys in there. Nope. <laughs> no, I actually go to this thing like Hot Works where it's a solo sauna. So I do like yoga in there. So I'm actually doing something. Oh, but, okay. Uh, okay. And they have like rowing and biking. I'm sure people are thrilled to, <laughs> to hear, hear about, about me you, in the sauna. You, you and your, your hot yoga days. That's right. Yep. All right. Sweat those demons out. Yeah. Gotta keep this mind and body, uh, reduce the stress of, you know, the bourbon industry. So, so if you want to become a master blender, this is, yeah. you start taking tips. This is what it takes. You got to do sauna. You got to meditate. You got to pray. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot of things you got to do to keep your head sane. Probably more praying than anything for me. It's like, yeah. just please God, make me a good blender. Yes, please. That's just my routine. Just Anyways, no one cares. So. Well, let's, we'll we'll move on to the ten millionth barrel. <laughs> well, 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 before then, let's talk about some other stuff that's oh, yeah, going you got on. A busy thing we, going on. Busy we always got something going yeah. on. At least, at least for me. Last time you're going to hear about it because this next week is I'll be doing it. So I'll be presenting to the Central Ohio Whiskey Society on August 9th again. Tickets are probably sold out, but if you can't make it there, I'd love to see you the next night on August 10th at Milestone 229. There will be a pairing dinner. Cost is $125 per person, but the menu is ridiculous. Go and check out on our socials. I also sent it into the Burn Pursuit newsletter. So if you're a subscriber there, uh, go and check your emails. But again, it's a whole four course meal with all the United Expressions plus a welcome cocktail. And then I will also be in Vegas at the ADI conference on August 23rd. So if you're in the trade, come say hi. But other things that are happening, if you are in these particular cities, we've got our ambassadors that are going to be staffing whiskey festivals. So on August 12th, Whiskeys of the World in Dallas, we're going to have our team there. On And then we've got three happening on August 26th. So if you're in Denver, there's the Summer Whiskey Tasting Festival. If you're in Chicago, there's the Summer Whiskey Tasting Festival. And if you're in Columbus, Ohio, is the Great Bourbon Affair. So three events happening all on the same day. Oh, wow. Blood coming at you. Divide and conquer. Yep. Get right before the end of summer, get your training for bourbon season, you know, that September, October, Q4. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. O&D. It's O&D, Ryan. You know that. Yeah. And then real quickly, there's that Guthrie Opportunity Center uh, Farm to Table event on August 19th, 2023. Uh, they're selling tickets for that. Harris, uh, sorry, Newman Miller of the... Harrison Smith House and formerly, uh, formerly and now Scout and Scholar and whatnot will be cooking. They also have some great prizes for auction, which is a Willet Distiller experience, which you get a private tour, dinner and cocktails for eight and eight bottles of Willet Estate Bourbon, signed by Master Distiller Drew Colesveen. There's a barrel pick of Knob Creek with Master Distiller Fred No and a Jim Beam Experience private tour for four with Fred No. Lunch at the Kitchen Restaurant and a limited edition bottles signed by. Fred and Freddie, no. Tickets are $150 per seat and limited availability. Visit www.geocenter.org or by dropping by either one of the on the Go Foods locations. That's in Barstown. So if you're in Barstown. <laughs> if you're in Barstown. Yeah. There you go. If not, that's going to be irrelevant. Go to the website. There you go. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive in what people are waiting for here. And that's our first headline is at Heaven Hill, the world's second largest holder of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey has celebrated filling its 10 millionth barrel. Executive Chairman Max Shapiro's father and his four uncles 
along with a group of Bardstown area investors, founded what was, quote, Old Heaven Hill Springs Distillery back in 1935, and they filled their first barrel on December 13th of that year. Notably, this achievement comes just over a year from the date that Heaven Hill broke ground on their new distillery, marking the company's return to distilling in Bardstown, where it has its roots. The new state-of-the-art distillery is being built in the heart of the bourbon capital of the world and is expected to be operational by the end of 2024. The initial production capacity is slated for 150,000 barrels a year, and over time will have the potential to ramp up to 450,000 barrels annually. This will be in addition to the company's distilling operations at its Bernheim Distillery in Louisville, which will continue producing at its full capacity of 450,000 barrels annually. In the spirit of giving back to the communities where Heaven Hill employees live and work, the company is partnering with 10 local Bardstown and Nelson County-based nonprofit organizations and is making donations to support their respective missions. These charitable organizations support a broad range of health, social services, and educational needs in the community. The 10 millionth barrel will be put up to age in the historic Rickhouse Y, and will be displayed amongst Heaven Hill's other milestone barrels. With those production numbers, they'll reach 20 million in no time. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, uh, just hang tight. The 11th million one's probably yeah. going to be like in two weeks. <laughs> not too far. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's probably maybe two and a half years away, if not even that. Yeah, I can't do math, but it's not too far. Yeah. But that's an awesome achievement. And they probably, who would have thought that they would have done 10 million barrels at this? You know, I would have. I would like to see when they're one millionth and two millionth compared to ten millionth, like how the gap is shortened well, since I, they've like spread out. I know that Buffalo Trace has those barrel heads like on the wall, or yeah. maybe they have them predominantly displayed. And if I'm not mistaken, it's in Warehouse Y. I believe we've done barrel picks there, and you can see the barrels. Yeah, you can, and, and you can see the the millionth, and they put the dates yeah, yeah. on there. I, I just can't remember. I was just there like a month ago, and I didn't. Did I didn't, pay attention? I, didn't, I, I mean, I paid attention, but I didn't look at the dates. I should have. It was. <laughs> I was more excited about going trying our Elijah Craig barrels. But, I would, hey, well, not I would not our Elijah Craig, but you know, some ones that we we're going to try. Oh, yeah. like somebody's Elijah Craig barrel. Exactly. Oh, okay, there we go. All right. Through its subsidiary called Oak Nation, the Charlois Group is proud to announce the signing of a binding agreement to acquire 100% of Kelvin Cooperage. And this is, uh, if you didn't know about Kelvin, they were founded in Scotland in 1963, and Kelvin Cooperage established itself in Louisville in 1991 in the heart of bourbon country in close proximity to the finest American white oak forest. It specializes in the production of high-end bourbon barrels and in the selection and international trade of used barrels for distilleries worldwide. Paul McLaughlin, who you've probably heard on the show before, who's the president of Kelvin Cooperage, will continue to lead the Cooperage, betting from the expertise and support of the Charlois Group. That's awesome. Paul's a great guy. Congratulations to him. Um, Kelvin's a great Cooperage. They produce, their barrels produce some really good whiskey. They're obviously more boutique, and you go there, and it's a lot of hands-on versus when you go to ISC or Brown Foreman's Cooperage, which is a lot of automation, but still some Cooperage. Oh, it's night and day. Kelvin's is like 100% Cooperage. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh my gosh, it's fascinating. But uh, it's a, it's a lesson of do you want to go do things the easy way or the hard way? Yeah, it's definitely the hard. They chose the hardest possible path. Yeah, it's basically John Henry versus the <laughs> the steam engine. <laughs> it, it definitely is. I, you know what? I see this. I, I saw somebody commenting the other day, and they were like, "What's this mean for Kelvin and stuff like that?" And you know, I don't know. Paul's family, you know, his, his brother uh, passed away mm -hmm. not too long ago. And who knows if his 
family or children or anybody else actually wanted to take it over. And he's probably maybe just looking for an exit. You know, he's, he's when you get into your late fifties and, and beyond there, you're probably thinking, well, what am I going to do? What's my swan song going to be? And if you don't have anybody in your lineage, that's going to take it over. It's kind of like, well, this is a next logical way to go do it. Yeah. And it's been a hustle and, you know, probably 20 years of just pure grind um, since they came over. You know, they relocated here. I think they came here like 20 years ago. But Well, you can tell that his accent is not from Texas. Yeah, that's true. Very true. But it's probably just been 20 years of grind. It's like, all right, it's time to like, let's let's milk the cow and enjoy and enjoy the, the time. Not the time I hear I've on. But just, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you got grim very fast. No, there. but, yeah. you know, just enjoy the fruits of her, his labor. You know, they've done wonderful, built an awesome business. And so it's time probably just to reap the benefits of that. Yeah, I would imagine, like I said, he'll probably stick around for as president for a while. Then they'll end up being some sort of succession plan where somebody will come in and he'll either teach them everything that he's done forever. And then somebody will come in and be like, you know, they make equipment to do this like 10 times easier. Yeah. But with that, maybe that's why they're so good, you know, those barrels, because they're true. truly handmade, handcrafted. There's no BS behind that one. That's, that should be their new slogan. <laughs> yep. No, no, no BS, BS in our barrels. barrels. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's BS in other barrels, but anyways. <laughs> so Kentucky brand Woodford Reserve has announced the release of The Spirits of Style. It's a lifestyle ebook created in collaboration with a photographer, Joshua Kissy. And according to Woodford Reserve, the ebook invites consumers to experience Woodford Reserve through the areas, or sorry, three different areas, cocktails, lifestyle, and the historic distillery, accompanied by exquisite photography from Kissy. The Spirit of Style is 104 pages long and available for download for free. The partnership with Kissy is the launchpad for Woodford Reserve's new campaign called Showcase Substance and Style and is a move into the lifestyle space per the brand. The ebook interviews with McCall and Kissy and contains photography from Kissy and a variety of Woodford Reserve cocktail recipes. If you don't know who he is, Kissy is a Gahanian or sorry, sorry, Gahanian American photographer and filmmaker. Based in LA, he is best known for building creative communities around diverse and stylish representation. All right. Well, we just did a well, I guess that was on Behind the Pursuit. We did a whole episode about life can bourbons be a lifestyle brand? Was that a two or three this might be like three episodes ago? Yeah, three episodes. Like we were kind of going through this thought exercise ourselves is like because most bourbon brands are these old dead guys that are may or may not have lived, and it's like, well, how do you <laughs> all fictitious? How do you create a lifestyle around that? Um, you know, but Woodford is we talked about it, has kind of been that with the horse industry and horse track lifestyle and this and that. So it seems like they're branching out into, you know, more. You you've noticed them do like more brownie recipes and cooking and just all kind of spread their wings and not just a horse and bourbon. Uh, lifestyle. It's more, how can you interject Woodford in your everyday life? It's funny you mentioned brownies because now I remember there was like some cooking influencer that was making stuff with Woodford Well, Reserve. that's what I said. Yeah. It got like 10 million views. It's like crazy. And it wasn't because, I mean, probably somewhat because it was Woodford, but if you look at her videos, that's what she gets. But, you know, that's, but they're just trying to interject their, you know, creating this lifestyle around Woodford is, so that's all. I've said it 10 times, but that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, I would say if you want to hear our thoughts on all this, go and check out Behind the Pursuit. We did have a whole episode asking and just brainstorming if if bourbon can be a 
lifestyle kind of brand because there's just so many factors that go into it. But I did get a chance. I looked at this ebook. I didn't go through all 104 pages. Oh, so you did download it. Well, I mean, it was just a link. That's all I had to do was just click on it and open it. The photography, stunning. Absolutely amazing. I loved it. I would say if you would have put this into like a coffee table book, something that's, you know, pretty substantial in size, I would, I'd look at it. I'm, I'd thumb through it and yeah. be amazed at pictures. I like those coffee books. I like photography too. You know, I, I, if I stop at someone's house and I see a cool one, there was one there that was about different hotels and I was like, oh man, these are awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fascinating. Makes everything look so much better than reality. <laughs> <laughs> reality sucks, but photography can make it so much uh, better or seem so better. You just got to have that, that one filter, that one lens. That's, That's right. But they, they, the camera really does a lot of magic. Yeah. Photoshop too. Yeah, that too. Make me a, have a better smile or something That's like right. that. <laughs> so Maker's Mark is announcing a new global campaign called Make Your Mark, and it creates a singular lens for all aspects of brand building over the world. The campaign launches is a defining moment as Maker's Mark pursues its ambition to become an iconic global American whiskey brand. There we go. I know. It's like we just, they just look at each other like, oh, I want to go do that. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. Uh, and so Make Your Mark is rooted in the brand's purpose-driven mindset and values that have been consistent since its founding in 1953. The campaign serves to inspire others to ask, what if, and challenge the convention to make their mark on the world, much like Maker's Mark has within its American whiskey industry. They Say is the debut film content of the brand campaign, and it delivers bold, cinematic, creative, unlike anything else in the American whiskey category, while reinforcing the handmade nature that has always differentiated Maker's Mark. They Say offers a cinematic compilation of vignettes showcasing the possibility that awaits when we break away from conventional wisdom in the pursuit of progress. Hey, I know they're stealing our our lines over here. Yeah, the hero film will take thirty second, fifteen second, and six second forms for use in television, over the top media such as Hulu and Roku, and online videos such as YouTube, plus other digital and social media places. In addition, the debut film creative, the global campaign includes the relaunch of the brand's global website and a relaunch of its new ambassador program. The global brand experience will be further supported with limited edition product releases, media and talent partnerships, retail program, experiential, and PR, as it is embedded in additional markets into 2024. So I guess wood finishing has ran its course. And now we're on to lifestyle. <laughs> That's the new angle. We're we're finishing. We're done. We're because then the, and when the, the like the R6, the last one of the it was BEP. A uh, BEP, yeah, the barrel and whatever, which was wood finishing. Basically, said yeah, 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 double oaked. Yeah, so I guess they're answering our question to this episode. They are going to try to create lifestyle around makers, which makers already had one, kind of, you know. The, oh, they had, if you're a diehard nut, everybody had, like, top hats that had red wax yeah, that looked like they were in it and everything. Pins, what, and you name it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So I do like this. Make your mark. I like that. I, I want to make my mark on something. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to quit taking stuff when it says like a pursuit of progress. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on, man. That's Bastards. We're, we got that. We're program. pursuit. Yeah. Come on. We'll trademark. Can't use the word pursuit anywhere now. That's right. I'm, sh- I'm sure Centauri's like, go F yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I will say that I did watch the video for this one as well. The whole 30 seconds of it. It's pretty good. A lot of good animation. Yeah, you can tell like it wasn't two podcasters that made it. So. <laughs> yeah, my iPhone 10 does not create uh, <laughs> reels quite as elaborate as those. But it's funny you watch these like on 
I've been scouring through every brand's Instagram, just seeing what connects and like they do this stuff and it barely like moves the needle. It's all recipes and cocktails and basically that's it. Yeah, but that's the people that are looking through social media. I think this is more along the lines of how do you get in from a mass audience? And yeah, you got to do it through those six second YouTube ads. Yeah, that's when you pull true. something yeah, up, yeah, yeah. whenever, when you look at something, they're like monday.com and you're going, what? Okay, click next. Next, skip the ad. I just want to watch the video. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what I do, so I don't know why they invest money in, in, <laughs> in those, but I you know, I guess you gotta spend your money somewhere. You gotta well, you you get you get to five or six seconds. Sometimes you have a whole like fifteen, twenty seconds you have to watch an ad, especially on Hulu. You if you are a subscriber there, you take the minute. YouTube's 20. gotten pretty good where it's you gotta do a minute 20 or maybe it's 60 seconds you have to watch now there's there's some of them that have to do that but this is all going to be something where it'll eventually come full cycle because today you don't see people buying banner ads on websites right yeah those we've, were hot for a while now we we've trained ourselves to not look at anything except the center of the page so you don't even pay attention yeah, to that banner stuff. ads freaking annoy me like well they're really not anywhere anymore and so that's why you i mean they're somewhere but for the most part if it's a Google AdSense or whatever, but we've trained our eyes to really not look at it. So nobody's really clicking on it anymore. I would imagine at some point, I mean, this is this is going into behavioral science, but at some point they'll have to figure out a new way to get your attention. Yeah, just take over your brain. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just plug it in. Make your mark in your brain. <laughs> We're going to make our mark in your brain. <laughs> buy our stuff. Buy, buy our stuff. Yep. The Kentucky Distiller Association has announced that barrels and billets is the newest and 54th distilling member of the nonprofit trade group that unites and God, unites, come on now, and leads Kentucky's signature bourbon and distilled spirits industry. Owned by Hellerick and Bradsby Company, Barrels and Billets is open to the public and offers guests a hands-on, interactive bourbon experience. Visitors can blend their own bourbon recipe using six different wood-finished bourbons to create their own custom flavor profile. The distillery is one of three venues at the H&B campus located at 800 West Main Street in downtown Louisville, and the site includes Barrels and Billets, the award-winning Louisville Slugger Museum Factory, and the Skybox, which is a 5,000-square-foot event space. Hmm. I still haven't been there. I need to... I've walked in the doors, but I've never... Yeah, I guess I have looked in the the glass window and saw the totes and whatnot. I'd look in and be like, what are they doing in there? Yeah, what's going on here? But yeah, I, I haven't actually talked to anybody that's ever done it. I don't know. I, I've heard two ways. I mean, I've heard some people like it. Some people said like, oh, you know, whiskey was a little young, but that might have been a long time ago. So yeah, things so might have changed. Yeah. And Michter's rarely does the fill your own bottle anymore. So they just probably get the spillover. Exactly. It's like you can't get into Michter. Just go. come on over. Doors That's open right. for you. We're always open. <laughs> <laughs> so the Penny Royal Barrel Company, they're planning to locate a bourbon related project to Adair County. The company, which is a bourbon incubator for third-party brands, has plans for an $8.5 million facility, creating 10 full-time jobs in the southern Kentucky County. A bourbon incubator is a space where brand partners have facilities for warehousing, blending, and bottling, as well as public and private event areas. The concept allows smaller distillers the opportunity to make a branded, cons- sorry, a branded customer interaction more attainable without having to ramp up a brick-and-mortar location. Specifically, Penny Royal will be building its 40-acre campus in Columbia, which is the county seat. The campus will include a state-of-the-art blending and bottling facility, single-story rickhouses for consistent aging, a storefront to purchase each brand's products and apparel, and a tasting room in a repurposed grain silo, 
Also, a single-barrel selection room and a wooded amphitheater with walking paths. The timeline for when it will open has not yet been announced. I was just in Adair County, Columbia, going the way of the lake, Tail Hollow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure that really matters. Should have stopped there and would have saved us, you know, a couple million dollars. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So this is another just like contract facility to, it sounds like they're not going to produce, but they're going to give you the ability to do everything else. Yeah, I, I would say they're, it, it's an incubator. I mean, yeah. I'm sure if you're familiar with what well, they yeah, yeah. do. Silicon Valley. Yeah, stuff, exactly. Yeah. So it's like 10 people out of college they go live underneath a roof somewhere and they all just start hacking away at code until somebody makes it and whoever is the landlord at the time they're like i get i get 20 percent of whatever you all make if anybody's ever watched that show silicon valley yeah, before, yeah. but that's it's a great it's, show yeah yeah well um this is kind of cool which i don't know wish them the best yeah yeah i mean it would have been cool i would have been down to talk about it and talk to them about it. I was like i'm not driving to a dare county for everything else yeah it's though. pretty far i just did it's an hour and a half from here so that's much further than Bardstown. <laughs> well, we sh- we should have given them our space here. They're like, oh, yeah. you want to relocate we got, here? We, we can... sixteen thousand square feet. We don't use. <laughs> we wait for our DSP. But uh, y'all want to use it? Yeah, we'll, we'll be your incubator. <laughs> there we go. We'll incubate anything here. Yeah, you you don't need to say a timeline. We can get you up and running today. Yeah, just come on over. There we go. We should start the pursuit incubator here. Yep. If you got, if you want to just come here and give us money, and we'll teach you how to not running whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> we teach you how to lose money real fast. That's right. Pretty much. All right. So Lycoming, or maybe it's Lycoming, L-Y-C-O-M-I-N-G. So I'll say Lycoming College and Four Birds Distilling Company, they're looking to speed up the process of aging bourbon. Mm. Where have we heard this one before, huh? So the college and the distilling company have joined forces as a part of the Manufacturing Pennsylvania's fellowship program, which connects graduate and undergraduate students in the state with local manufacturers in an effort to help advance innovation in manufacturing. The collaborative project has received around $65,000. Oh, well, oh, it's $65,955. We'll go ahead and round that up to $66,000. It's received in grant, front, grant funds from the Pennsylvania Department of the Community and Economic Development. The research aims to produce quality bourbon in a shorter period of time using ultrasound sonication technology. The research team plans to test different types of wood, levels of charring of the wood, oxygen pressurization, and to produce small batches of bourbon under various conditions in the Lycoming College Laboratory. The optimal lab conditions will be adjusted for large-scale production at four birds, then analyzed for aroma, color, taste, and chemical makeup using high-performance liquid chromatography and gas chromatography to ensure the same quality product is being produced at the distillery. End quote, our goal is to produce a bourbon. That is comparable to six to 10 year oak barrel aged, but in a fraction of the time, shortening the aging process for the bourbon world from years to weeks. And that's coming from Four Birds owner, Joe Farrar. And he said the project will have a goal of producing a sonication aged bourbon for consumption within one year. Hmm. Well, best of luck. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, they're... I'd say it's a tale oldest time because you can't really cheat father time in this. There's a lot of. Yeah, they've tried before. What but, is it? And there's plenty of bourbon with real age on it out there to get. So that's true. I'm not sure there's a, maybe there's a need that needs to be filled, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. I mean, we've, was it bespoken? What was, I don't forget what it was. Yeah, those, those, those were, I mean, they were pretty good for what they were like two years or something like that but 
it's not going to be like this is very comparable to a nine or 10 year old bourbon. It's just not yeah. there. I mean, the market for that is just like, you know, bottom shelf mass volume type products. That's that's where the market is for that or like somewhere overseas that they're just going to source a bunch of liquid and want to throw it into a bottle, say it's bourbon, you know. Yeah. Like if India or Asia, you know, blows up and because to me to your whiskey tastes better to your bourbon probably tastes better than any 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 indian whiskey i've ever tried but uh have you tried a lot of indian whiskey maybe a handful okay like paul sutton have you ever had that no i haven't yeah it's not great okay <laughs> <laughs> i've had a few others too there's an in, that indian restaurant next to paul's oh uh, okay they uh you know great buffet awesome i don't think they do the buffet anymore right, so we're, we're talking about paul's grocery right yeah, here it's sorry. not like a no, friend when yeah. you name paul <laughs> yeah my boy paul is a great indian no <laughs> my, my, my indian friend named paul but one day i just tried a handful i was like give me your like four or five best ones and i was like well <laughs> these are all <laughs> these are all bad so maybe there's a market for that if overseas expansion does uh come to fruition and companies out there can get whiskey to the market quick so yeah well that goes back to you have to change the culture and it's a very difficult one because uh, a lot of indians drink indian whiskey and yeah that's a tough one and you're right it's when you're doing this you're not creating a product that's going to be 50 70 90 100 like this is you're going for the 15 30 yeah you got to compete with the it sounds as bad as like you got to compete with the Evan Williams and Elijah Craig's of the world. And yeah, that's not a market that you can really play in very well, especially at that price point for, I would say, legit whiskey. So, yeah, you're trying to get like the totals and Costco's of the world that want to just cheap entry level, below entry level product yeah. to, to, to do this with. But we spent way too much time on this. Okay, <laughs> well, let's go. We got one last news article here before we uh get to our break here and there is a new frequently asked question an faq coming from the ttb this week and it said that we are often asked whether individuals can produce distilled spirits at home with a small still well you might be thinking to yourself because you know people produce uh, wine or beer at home and it says that federal law strictly prohibits producing distilled spirits at any place other than a ttb qualified distilled spirits plant so while individuals of legal drinking age may produce wine or beer at home for personal or family use, under federal law, it is illegal to produce distilled spirits at home. However, owning a small still and using it for other purposes is allowed. A still is defined as an apparatus capable of being able to use to separate ethyl alcohol from a mixture that contains alcohol. Small stills with a cubic distilling capacity of a gallon or less that are used for laboratory purposes or for distilling water or other non-alcoholic materials are exempt from the rules. If you buy a small still and use it to distill water or extract essential oils by steam or water extraction me methods, you are not subject to TTB requirements. However, if you produce essential oils by a solvent method and you get alcohol as a byproduct of your process, they consider that distilling. Such activity would subject you to federal laws and regulations related to producing distilled spirits. And further, producing distilled spirits at any place other than a TTB-qualified distilled spirits plant can expose you to potential civil and criminal liability. Hmm. Well, probably just want the taxes. But didn't Ohio or something say, like, you could produce They were going to start still. doing something like that. I remember we did that news article. It had to have been a couple months ago. Yeah, I remember that. But 
I don't have any desire to distill at home. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any either. desire to distill here, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough people out there doing it good enough. So Yeah, uh, I was up to say. Maybe essential go, oils to add to my morning regimen. <laughs> go, going know. back to our, our last point, it was like, I can just go get bourbon for like $30 if we want to do that. I don't I don't need to produce something that's going to be mediocre at home. No, exactly. I, yeah, there's plenty of it out there. It lose my eyesight at the same time. Yeah, don't want we, got, we need you to see, Kenny. Yeah. So you can read these headlines. I, I don't need to go and learn what congeners are firsthand. Let's put it that way. Congeners are important. That's where all your flavor is, man. See? But yeah. yeah. I know that's important, but I'll just, I like the finished product. Yeah. I hear you. That's what it comes down to. But we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with some bourbon release news. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. All right, everybody. It's bourbon release news time. We only got a few, so let's jump into it. And that's Jack Daniels. They're introducing something new, and it's called the Distillery Series Selection Number 11. This is a Tennessee whiskey finished in Añejo tequila barrels, Mm -hmm. which marries the flavors of agave and oak. The American white oak barrels for this experimental whiskey first aged Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Then they matured Añejo tequila in Mexico before returning back to Lynchburg to finish this Tennessee whiskey. This has been selected by whiskey taster Danny Lamb. And Jack Daniels Distillery Series Selection Number 11 is bottled at 90 proof and is available in 375 milliliter bottles with a suggested retail price of $42 at the White Rabbit Bottles gift shop at the Jack Daniels Distillery and in select stores around Tennessee. Is it Herradura? Is that what they own, Brown Foreman? I, yes, Because remember at Derby, they had the Herradura aged in like Jack Daniels or Brown Foreman, whatever barrels they had. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's pretty much all of them go down there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, just reversing the process. Yeah, taking it back. I mean, right now the tequila is having a moment in the spotlight. So, if you can get some, yeah, but I read, I read where it's kind of slowing down. Um, 
I think I was reading in Mark Brown's where it's kind of stabling off. Well, I think it's stabling off a little bit. Or no, it's the premiumization. Yeah, the, the premiumization premium, of people stuff are is because like 30 trading to 40, down. Yeah, 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 they're trading down like everything else. I guess we're all getting poorer or something. <laughs> it, it's finally hit everybody. Everybody's yeah. feeling the cash drop there. But, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I've been to, you know, our, our local totals and and liquor barn and stuff like Nevergreens and places like that. And, you know, I look at the tequila aisle and I'm like, I don't know what the heck's going on here. Yeah. But when I was at the Texas package store convention, I'd never seen so much tequila in my life. Yeah. And I'm going, holy, because I, I thought the bourbon aisles were crowded and I was like, who the, oh, what the hell? Who's going to drink all this? And then I'm going around looking, I'm like, holy crap, there's so many ceramic decanters that I don't even, we talk about packaging all the time. It's like, these people go all out on their decanters yeah. and now it's like there's there's so much stuff that stands out you don't even like there's nothing that's dull enough that you're like oh that one i'll go for that one yeah i don't i i still don't under, I, I guess the margarita is just like blown tequila up and that's the only really way i like it <laughs> i've had them neat and it seems like the ones that i like have i find out they have a bunch of shit added to them <laughs> <laughs> they have like coloring and vanilla and cream flavors and i'm like well and you're like well no wonder i like well it. no wonder i like it it's it's very similar to never mind uh anyways so yeah i don't understand the whole te- I, I guess just people drink a ton of margaritas and that's where it's at i think you've got that you've got some other good cocktails and a lot of and it, tequilas but, like most of them are like 80 to 86 so they're light you know like, they definitely are yeah you can drink more of it um plus you're coming in at summertime right now so this is definitely the the big season for yeah. drinking tequila. I guess, yeah, my wife and friends they like, they're like, which she's been drinking straight bourbon since we're like in the hole quite a bit. <laughs> she's finally on board. <laughs> but they're all you know doing tequila soda lime those ranch water things. They're like hot, you know, because it's hot out. So. Yeah, but it makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, but it is very crowded. I, even here, I'm like, what the hell is all this crap? Yeah, well, yeah. And you just got to download tequila matchmaker. And start looking at your my profile, your bottles. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's what that app does. Is it it actually says like this one's additive free or this one's not? Yeah, and so on and so forth. So I do like the Four Delays though. That one's pretty good. Yeah, that's I actually picked a bottle of that about a week ago because I was like, we need some for margaritas, and I'm looking at all the stuff on the shelf, and I'm like, I don't know Montezuma. And, yeah, it was, but then you get it home, and I was like, okay, I don't know if I really tell the difference when it's in the margarita anyway. It, exactly, it's, it's like all sugary lime and yeah, triple sec. Yep. Pretty much. Barrel Craft Spirits, they're launching Barrel Bourbon Batch 35 and Rye Batch 4. Barrel Bourbon Batch 35 is a blend of six, seven, uh, sorry, six and seven-year-old spicy and earthy high rye, high-proof and oak forward barrels. They're combined with a blend of eight-year-old softer, lower-proof barrels with notes of dark cherry and butterscotch. Uh, And after mingling for two months, the 13-year-old barrels with dominant fruit flavors were then layered in. A portion of these barrels were had more tropical fruit notes. Uh, the resulting blend was bottled at cash strength, which is 116.24 proof. Rye Batch 4 is a blend of straight rye whiskeys from Indiana, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Canada. A 10-year-old Indiana rye barrel, uh, and then had five and six-year-old barrels that were layered in there. And then a 14-year-old Canadian barrel was added for some dry herbal notes. The result is a fruit-forward rye with a derived mash bill of 89% rye, 7% corn, and 4% malted barley. The blend was bottled at cash strength, which is 115.7 proof. Both expressions are available for purchase online via their website at barrelbourbon.com and at select retailers later this month. 
with a suggested retail price of $90 per bottle. Yeah, I like all those. Don't uh, we have them over there in the corner? We do have them over in the oh. corner. Tripp and Joe were by here last week. Yeah, and, we recorded uh, with them. Yeah, we'll have to crack that open after this, but they always do such a good job. And I love Canadian rye, and those Tennessee ryes are pretty special, too. Yeah, they're pretty delicious. Yeah. We'll have to see if we get some snacks and barrels off them. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Tripp. Yeah. Get anything not only just do we need your, the truck? Not only do we need your bottling equipment, we need your <laughs> barrel sources, too. Yeah, just, just tell us where you're getting it. Yeah. But the those tasting notes on the bat the last batch thirty four was pretty I loved it and a lot of people did too. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, and then you gotta wait for that episode to come out. But it is something cool that they are doing on their labels now, which they're putting a derived mash bill. So they're adding yeah, I do like that. Adding all the different components up and then with the different uh, amounts of each component and then they're just doing some spreadsheet math to figure out exactly like, okay, what's the actual amount of rye and corn and wheat and barley and all this other kind of stuff going into it yeah it's nice to see i, I did like that concept we might have to steal that yeah we're gonna we're gonna steal all kinds of stuff from them. makers and everyone else stole from us so <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure makers stole that from yeah us. all right here's our last one and this is a this is kind of a big one so the house of suntory they are considered themselves a pioneer of japanese whiskey they are announcing the launch of legend yamazaki cask finish blend it's a limited edition whiskey breaking new ground in the bourbon category. In addition to selections of bourbon matured in French oak wine casks and Spanish oak sherry casks, this unique blend also features a selection of bourbon aged and Spanish oak sherry casks that previously used to mature the House of Centauri's flagship Yamazaki single barrel, sorry, single malt Japanese whiskey. So legend Yamazaki cask finish blend starts as a Kentucky straight bourbon crafted from American grain. Following eight years of aging in Kentucky, it then traveled to the outskirts of Kyoto for finishing and blending at the Yamazaki Distillery. Yamazaki, which is the birthplace of Japanese whiskey, was identified by Suntory as an ideal environment for maturation due to its distinct seasons of warm and humid climate. It is also where Suntory developed its signature concept. Uh, oh, God, I'm going to screw this up. Uh, Sukawaki. I'm going to go with that, uh, which is also in quote, diversity of making which involves creating and harmonizing many different types of whiskeys to create a subtle, refined, and complex profile. This concept is applied while creating Suntory Japanese whiskeys, as well as Legend Bourbon. So Legend Yamazaki Cask Finish Blend is 114 proof, will be available for a limited time only online, and at selected locations in the U.S., Canada, Germany, and global travel retail, with a suggested retail price of $200. Oh, well, that's Legend. Legend was like, 30 bucks 30 or bucks. something. Yeah. 30 bucks. I guess that trip over to Secure or wherever, you, the, the House of Suntory. It's a lot of gasoline if you yeah. get burned to get over there. Sounds like a brothel or something. <laughs> what, the House of Suntory? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that name. Yeah, I do too. The House of Suntory. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't know what to think. I mean, I, they just took some barrels they put on a boat, took them to Japan, and did some, some more blending stuff with them. Yeah, I like the blending aspect. Uh, I'm not a huge single malt Japanese whiskey person. I've tried some. They are okay, but I, I'm just still sweet corn, you know. I haven't really had many, so I, I'll have to hold my reservations. But I, I do know a lot of the Yamazaki, especially the ones that have big age statements, go for a lot of money. And those were those were really hard to find for, I'd say, yeah. the past, like, probably year uh, they started really picking up steam and so people started snacking them or snack snagging them up 
at Costco and all kinds of different places. For the longest time, I thought yak was yucca yeah, when, it was, when it was actually Armin yak. <laughs> I was so, like, damn, this Japanese whiskey's good. And they're like, it's <laughs> not. Nah, it's Armin yak. I'm like, oh, sorry. They didn't teach me that in Barstow. Yeah, like, those three-letter acronyms just got you a little bit there. Yeah. The shortening. Yep. But that's it, man. That's it. Well, yeah, we only got a few more weeks and it's Bourbon Heritage Month and things go crazy. Yes. And it's all the Parkers and the B-Tax and all that sort of stuff. And it's, but that's what we get excited for. That's what Roses people want. edition, all those. Yeah. yeah. Every, anything and everything. Yeah. We're excited. I am too. I am too. And there's been a lot of cool things that are exciting from our side as well. So stay tuned with everything Pursuit Spirits. We'll have some other things to kind of talk about here in the next few weeks. And we're excited to get you all's opinion on some other things we got kind of brewing as well. So, Yep. Love to hear from you all. So, yeah. With that, well, we'll see you next time. Toodles.